Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 120. Have you ever had to look for a job? It's not easy. I totally get that. Maybe in your work life, you've had to have a difficult conversation with your boss, a time when you needed to stand up for yourself, you needed to ask for help or ask for more money because what you're delivering in value is not equitable with what you're receiving in value. Maybe you've had to deliver a difficult job performance review to someone on your team, or just a tough conversation in general. Maybe the challenge is staying in your job, finding a way to stay when it just doesn't feel great. How do you do that? What about goals, ideas, things that feel far away? Or I'm a huge football fan. So I always think of right now, as of the this recording, we're in preseason. So we're getting ready to do the whole season. You've got these amazing teams of very talented people who all have the same goal to win the Super Bowl. As a coach, when you know you've got this super talented group of people, how do you get them all on the same page, performing at their highest potential so that you can win that big prize? These are the things that we wrestle with, my friends. Me too. I have goals. I still have goals. I'm sure you have goals. So what is it? How do we actually create the result that we are after? Well, I'm going to tell you, it might surprise you that the key to overcoming these challenges, the key to achieving your dreams is your feelings. Yes, it sounds overly simplistic, but let me explain. We read about grit, we read about grind, we read about all the consistent action, but there's a difference between passive action, massive action, and inspired action. Any one of us can take passive action. And by passive action, I mean, you know you want a new job, so you get on LinkedIn and you save some jobs and, it, and you, um, you know, hit easy apply once in a while, and it feels like you're looking for a job. That's kind of passive action. Now, massive action might be that you actually reach out to recruiters 
that you just don't save jobs, but you are networking and you're connecting and you're doing some of that. And yes, massive action will produce better results for you than passive action. But inspired action, that is the thing that will keep you going. That's the thing that will open your eyes to, oh my gosh, I know someone inside that organization. I could reach out to them. Maybe they can make an introduction. Do you see the difference? Do you feel the difference? That's the most important thing. Because we can grit and grind and do all the things, but if we feel awful the whole time, we're not going to get the result we're after. Or if we do, it will have taken much longer than necessary. This applies to our teams as well. Going back to the football analogy, what do people say about teams that come together? Teams that somehow seem to overcome all of the obstacles and the odds and all of that. I happen to think football is the ultimate team sport. The reason I believe that is because what other sport do you have where half of the team is sitting down while the other half is doing their job, but both sides are needed to make it happen? Okay, sorry, that was a little tangent, but I love football. But we're taught that this grit, grind, action is the way to make it happen. Let's assume all of the players on the field are of equal talent. They really kind of are, right? Because all these great college players come up for the draft, and it's only the best of the best of the best that make it to the pros. What sets them apart? It's heart. Heart is a feeling. Heart is something different than just grinding it out every day. Heart is inspiring action. Going the extra mile. Somehow everybody having heart is like the science experiment where you've got a room full of tuning forks and you strike one and every tuning fork in the place starts vibrating at the same frequency. This is what I'm talking about. And the feelings you have about the challenge, the job search, your team are what are going to help you create what you're after. Now, of course, many of us are taught to avoid our feelings. And even if we don't completely avoid them, we are not taught how to manage them. And we're certainly not trained on how to leverage our feelings to get what we want, to create what we want. What if feeling good was the key that opened every door? You don't actually even have to know how or worry about the how. All you need to do is feel good. Because when you feel good, your eyes are open and you're taking this inspired action. And 
you're starting to see the connections of, oh, if I do this and I know that, and gosh, I could add this training or I could do this meeting to get everybody going in the same direction. It's your feelings that create that inspired action. And the inspired action is what will create your results. Now, for those of you who think this sounds a little woo-woo, and you know, I like a little woo-woo. I'm okay with that. I happen to believe in the principle that we reap what we sow. I happen to believe in the principle, ask and you will receive, because it's our thoughts and feelings that are underpinning those universal principles. But, you know, I've been in kind of a sciencey mood lately, so I did a little research. Like, is there actually physiology that backs this up? That feeling good, that finding the good feeling actually helps us create the things that we that we want for ourselves, for our life, for our teams, for our organizations. And guess what? Our brain physiology does support us. And it does because we have a neuroplastic nature to our brains. This is what's meant by neuroplastic. We have the ability in our brains for our cells to adapt to circumstances. It underlines our capacity for learning and memory. It enables mental and behavioral flexibility and responding to experience by wiring and rewiring those neural networks, those neurological pathways. That's what the neuroplastic nature of our brains does for us. It gives us the ability to be resilient, to bounce back. Yes, great, we can all agree that's the science of the brain. So how do we stimulate and maintain this neuroplasticity, feel good activities. This is the cool thing. What are the feel good activities that help our brain function at its highest level? Positive relationships and social interactions. Play new activities. Mindfulness meditation developing a sense of purpose in life. And here's my favorite, practicing and repeating positive activities, even mentally rehearsing them over and over and over again in our minds. This ties into the principle that our brains do not understand the difference between what is real and what is vividly imagined. So if you find yourself in a situation where you want to bring your team all together towards accomplishing a particular goal and you're racking your brain trying to figure out how in the world am I going to do that? Well, you can find the good feeling of what it would be like to get them going. Maybe it's not happening in the current reality, 
But I bet it's happened in the past. I bet you know what it feels like to have a team running on all cylinders. If you're a new manager, maybe you don't know what it's like to lead a team that's running on full cylinders, but I bet you know what it feels like to be on a team that's running and doing and being the best possible team it can be. This is the key, my friends. Find the good feeling. It's in there somewhere. You can be looking for a job now and it feels rough. But what if while you were looking, you were remembering and feeling the good feeling of the last time you landed a job? Before you enter an interview, go in feeling the same way you did during the last interview that went incredibly well. You can manufacture those feelings for yourself. You don't have to depend on the outside circumstances to feel good. You can choose to feel good anytime you want. You can find the evidence, the jobs available, abundance is available, You can choose to feel right now the same way you did the last time you felt prosperous, the last time you were proud of your team. This is how you keep yourself moving forward in inspired action. And my friends, this is a practice. Practice means the current reality, and practice means you just keep getting better and better and better at it. All you have to do is focus on feeling good. Doesn't that take a lot of the pressure off? If that's all you have to do is say, hey, I'm going to find the good feeling in this situation, and when you do, things start opening up, ideas start coming, opportunities start presenting themselves, you're starting to see them, when you get off track, you have a very simple solution. Find the good feeling. Follow the inspiration. Look for the thing that's easy. Whatever feels inspired, there's a good chance that that's the exact right decision in the moment. I'm super excited about this because number one, It's a reminder. Number two, I have seen this play out in my life and career to my benefit and to the benefit of the teams I've led over and over and over again. It's easy to forget when you feel like you're in the middle of something, but that is your moment to remember, oh, wait a minute, I have a tool in my tool belt. And it's feeling good so that I can find the inspired action to make things happen. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.